0: Hello again, this is Dr. Rob, and you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. I've got to get some things off my chest, and this podcast will be the opportunity for me to dump some of my pet peeves on you, my beloved audience. It may seem a bit selfish on my part, but you're going to be my therapist's. Hopefully, my psychological gain will be a learning experience for you, and you'll realize that, as a patient, you no longer have to worry about a few things that you were worried about before. Okay, now to my therapy session. My first pet peeve is from the world of pediatrics. The problem of childhood obesity is more serious than ever, and it's gotten even worse over the past few years. But along with it, another problem has also come up parents paranoid about obese infants during their first year of their life i see a child every two to three months to see how they're growing and developing more and more i'm seeing parents worried about their four six or nine month old child of whether or not little johnny is obese now let me say it plainly babies are supposed to be fat Unless an infant is being given a diet consisting of french fries, bacon, and or cheeseburgers, the size of a child is largely genetically determined. As long as a baby is fed breast milk or formula along with normal baby foods, it's highly unlikely that your child's weight is due to overeating or anything to feel guilty about. Infants generally double their birth weight by 4 months of age and triple it by 12 months. That's a lot of growing. Add to that the development of the baby and the growth of the brain, and you have a very, very large need for fuel. So the baby's body stores away energy in the form of baby fat. It's like putting extra money into a bank account before going on vacation. You know you'll need the extra money, so you plan ahead. That's what babies are doing. Don't bring your baby to Jenny Craig, please my second pet peeve has to do with earwax embarrassment for some reason people have decided that earwax is dreadfully embarrassing i routinely look into people's ears when they come in to see me and i frequently get this comment sorry i didn't clean it out better i'm sure there's a lot in there don't worry about it i look into ears every day and i see a bunch of earwax Whatever repulsion I once felt about earwax is now gone. I've gotten over it. Besides, why would earwax be a source of shame? Are fingernails? Is saliva? These are normal things in the body, and they're not a source of embarrassment. You probably shouldn't go around showing your neighbors your earwax, but don't feel like your doctor thinks less of you because you have it. Get over it. Okay, pet peeve number three, busybodies. Busybodies can be annoying in many ways, but some of them really, really make my job much harder. They tell people how to raise their children, they give medical advice, they think they know things, when often they don't. They make my job much harder. Sometimes, busybodies are family members. Mothers and mother-in-laws are especially good at making people worry unnecessarily about their child-rearing ability and about the child's health. Now, you may think that it's not busybodying as grandparents have the right to worry about their grandchildren. I agree with this, to a point. What wakes me up at night in a cold sweat is when grandparents insist that they know more than their pediatrician does. Doesn't he know that the baby needs braces for his bow legs? Doesn't he realize that fevers cause brain damage? This puts parents, especially mothers, in a precarious political situation. They either have to doubt grandma, and do so at their own peril, or question their doctor. Sometimes, I order a consult just to get grandma off of mom's back. You're welcome. I don't mind being questioned. In fact, I encourage it. But I don't want to enter into a contest over the trust of my patients with friends and families. Bug off, busybodies. Pet peeve number four, bad doctors. This may seem a little uppity, calling other doctors bad, but there are bad docs out there. Trust me, you may have met a few. I hope not, but you probably have. Some doctors hand out antibiotics or pain medications without hesitation. When they do that, they create expectations in patients that are not only unrealistic, but they're unhealthy. Then when the patient comes in to me as a doctor, I am perceived as a bad doctor because I don't give out antibiotics for a sniffle or give out narcotics like their Halloween candy. If your doctor doesn't give you these medications, you most likely don't need them. Instead of being angry, realize that he or she is probably just being a good doctor. Well, thanks for letting me get all this off my chest. I feel better now. This therapy session has really helped me a lot. Of course, I've got a lot more pet peeves I could share, but I don't want to make the modern manners guy to have to publicly reprimand me. I'd love to hear about your pet peeves, medically related, please. Visit my Facebook page, and we can get a group therapy session going. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, send them to Doctor at com, or you can submit them to me on Twitter at Doc and of course, visit my Facebook page. Let me remind you once again, people are sending in real medical questions about their specific medical problems. I can't answer these questions. Don't forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractable Mind, at distractible.org. Let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy.